Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we've got jesse moore say hey hey fantastic fellas good to see you again it's uh it's another fantastic wednesday night here with game that tune it's episode 140 if uh if episodes were characters, and this was Twitter a couple years ago, we would have to send this tweet and start another one. Um, man, I feel good, you know, getting to, you know, I don't know, made, made up ass milestones. Um, if you're just joining us here on Game That Two, what we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to some video game music. We're gonna pick, uh, we've each picked three songs from a game. We're gonna try and guess games based on the songs. A little bit of trivia. We're gonna goof off, have a lot of fun, talk a bunch of nonsense. Uh, the winner at the end of the show picks a theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tune. And our winner last week was the illustrious David Fleming. So, David, what's the theme for tonight's show? Uh, since we're still in January, I decided to go for a theme of firsts. Games with any kind of notable first. Yes, we've put Baby New Year to bed, but first is still a pretty good theme. It's not uh, It's not happening on 1-1, one, one, but... Anything with January in it, it, uh, it fits. So, David is a Mr. Appropriate Theme. And yeah, uh, first games. I, I get the feeling we're going to get a lot of first games in a series. Uh, possibly first appearances of certain characters. Um, and then a bunch of weird esoteric shit that, you know, Johnny cooks up to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, find a way to use whatever Sonic games we haven't used yet. So uh, I think it's going to be a pretty fun episode. We uh, got some great games. We got a great fan request, and uh, Johnny, I, I think uh, I think it's time to jump into it, man. What do we got coming for our first first game of the evening? Oh, game one. Game one. It's
so this game marks the debut of a long-running company mascot. It actually predates his own video game. Called it! Set trivia one more time. Sure. So this game marks the first appearance of the company's long-running mascot. Uh, it was actually his first appearance before even his own video game. I have a guess as to which company you're talking about. Hmm. Just a just a guess. Any guess about which mascot? Not a clue. <laughs> See, as soon as I made this theme, I thought. Oh, wait. I think I know what Johnny's gonna pick. I know the existence of this game. Uh, I would have assumed it. Alright, let's see some answers. Alright, so Jesse says Alex Kidd, which is incorrect. John says Sonic Babies, which I wish was correct. David has the right answer of Rad Mobile. Is this it is Rad, Rad Mobile, Mobile the or Radmobile? Oh, you know, Radmobile would make a lot more sense. I was going to say, is it a mobile game? No, it's a racing yeah. game. And is so Radmobile. Like a, it's a mobile game wow. from 1990. But This whole time I've been saying mobile like an idiot. <laughs> but is it one word, like Batmobile? I mean, No, like, it's it's two words. I'd say you pronounced it right, John. They probably, <laughs> you know, you pronounced it right. They spelled it wrong. If they wanted you to call, if they wanted to call Radmobile, they would have fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking made it one word like Batmobile. Yeah, and it would have been dope. Shove a hyphen in there. Don't even shove a hyphen. Just have it right smooshed up next to each other. Yeah, just do it. Because yeah, it could be like one of those things that are like for babies with just like a bunch of rad stuff on it. You exactly. Know? That's what oh, I was thinking. I'm like, like a cool a trapper keeper. Like a cool lightning bolt, maybe a that Ninja weird Turtles thing. Yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtle, Some Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. All your favorite rad things. His appearance Extreme. in this game. Segway. Ex- Radical Rex. Extreme corn nuts. Yeah. So I'd rather just talk about rad stuff than Sonic ever again. Um, Actually, um, I want to derail this conversation to ask a question, John. Did you say extreme corn nuts? Fuck yeah. That's did. a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are good. 
Yeah, to the extreme. Those yeah. Corn nuts. Um, so, no, I've also never heard of this, John. What the fuck? So Sonic appears as a um, uh, a little charm hanging off your uh, rearview mirror. Say, little air, air freshener, freshener, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Does uh, he smell like chili dogs? Probably. And it, it, what's crazy to me is this is from, like, I think 1990, like January 90? I can't remember if Sonic 1 came out in 90 or 91, but it predates Sonic the Hedgehog for Genesis by, like, eight months. It's ridiculous. Um, hmm. Like, way before Sonic actually had was a thing. They had this little uh, 3D polygon Sonic hanging from the rearview mirror. So yeah, this game's kind of neat because it's Sega's first, I think, 32-bit game in 1990 or 1991, which is wow. crazy, you know, back then. I mean, Sega um, used to be pretty big time in the arcade game, man. I, uh, yeah. I kind of wish I had been going to more arcades in their heyday because it seems like they always had something cool in the works, you know, and a lot of it cool racing games or cool games where you sit and you got that perspective like uh, like Afterburner yeah. and shit uh. this is a racing game with some unique elements in it like you can actually get pulled over by the cops oh, and when you do that. when fuck you do this police. really big fat cop walks in front of the screen and smashes the hood of your car oh my god Jesus. <laughs> so, he just comes out and like Ugh. I mean and was you that like in you response also have, uh, to like the Rodney King shit or something was Sega like oh, woke at the time. No, that that's that's a couple years later. That was no. I don't, I don't think that matches up. If you say so. I mean, then, I'm sure stuff have, like that happened. We just didn't hear about. It. Yeah, definitely not it, in Japan. And it it also had weather effects. <laughs> like you could rain, and you have to actually turn on your windshield wipers to wipe the rain away. Which, again, I think it's very impressive for that's an arcade cool. game from like 1990. That's mm. bananas. Right. Um, for the record, Rodney King, the beating did take place in 1991. Uh, the riots began <laughs> as a response to the police not being uh, convicted in 1992. Uh, so okay, so I was um, not it far took off. Place, it <laughs> took place one year after instead of two years after. This game was released in 1991. Fucko. I believe John, <laughs> I believe John said it was January of 1990. Uh, I was wrong. It's January of 1991. Okay. Oh, see, I was working Boom. off incorrect information from Johnny, so I blame Johnny. I blame you for ever listening to Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I blame you for listening to me too, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, anyway, dumb. so no, uh, but it does. It probably did not involve the Rodney King stuff, though. Police brutality was very, uh, <laughs> very in the news around that time, so it wouldn't have surprised me. Um, I, I would like to um, take this opportunity to bring up uh, one of my favorite quotes from co-host Jesse. Why are we bringing race into this? This is game that tune, not let's be racist. Exactly. So, Radmobile. I did say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Radmobile. Um, the uh, uh, Blue Lives Matter game. No, wait. It's a racing God game. Damn it, what did I just say? <laughs> Uh, it's a racing game that doesn't involve that, Johnny. So it's a—is <coughs> it like a street racing Wait, a game? Race is, it, is, game? Is, is it open world or what? Is it a lap racing game? You gotta you gotta help us out here, Haas. <coughs> It—it's a standard lap racing game, I believe. Okay. Um. And yeah, like I said, it's got those weather effects. Like at night, you gotta turn on your headlights. When it rains, you gotta turn on your wipers. Right. Uh, you can get pulled over by the cops. Okay, so wait. And it, so it's a lap racing game <laughs> taking place within a city. Because what would police be doing on a racetrack? 
That's. I guess it's, it's like like not a lap racing speed. game. I guess it's a like street racing game. That's, now that's, that I see, think that was more what about I was wondering. it, I was like, if there's cops, it's probably not like a, it's probably not Daytona 500 style, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> or is funny. this? <laughs> is this okay? Kind of yeah. Like so the, it's a non-stop a road race across the USA. So it's Cannonball Run the game or Cruising USA <laughs> or Cruising USA. One or the other. <laughs> I but prefer the, Cannonball Run. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but this is more of like a an intense racing game as opposed to Sega's Outrun, which was just more like, let's have a leisurely drive. Like, yes. There, there's a competition to this. Yeah, let's have a leisurely drive at like 160 miles per hour. You know, I fucking love Outrun. It's like, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, God, cool. as we keep like pushing this bit on, I'm realizing there were a fuck ton of arcade race games like this, weren't there? Yes, yes, there were. What about <laughs> the one where uh, one person drove and then the other person had a light gun? Do you remember that game? Uh, that also sounds Mario like Kart a- Double Dash. Hmm. No, it was before that. <laughs> okay. Was it pre or post Rodney King and L.A. riots? Like you know, it seemed. I think it was post. Okay. Damn it, John! I'm just trying to get a get a read on it because if, if one guy's doing the driving, the other guy's doing the shooting, you know, gang violence was also pretty in fashion for a while there in the early. Well, night. I think the one doing the shooting was a girl. I'm not sure. It was basically hey, like outrun, too. but. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, are we really moving on? <laughs> Is there nothing else to say about Rad Mobile, jo- you know, Johnny? So Sonic is literally just a charm hanging from your rearview mirror. But it's the first appearance of Sonic the Hedgehog. God, it's the first. I do, th- I do think it's funny cool. that he has like a fully rendered 3D model, and then he gets like the crappy Genesis sprite graphics. That is- whoa, 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 hey, whoa, those whoa, are whoa, pretty. whoa! You're dumb. Yeah, whoa, 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 there, whoa! Yeah, I think. Did you look at that 3D model of Sonic from Ramobile? He looks dumb as hell. <laughs> like he is, he as opposed like- to. He oh ah oh, can I fire David? I've never fired anybody. You know, but John, I'm fire I actually, David. yeah, I kind of approve. You know, David's being a bit of a fucko, <laughs> so uh, you, know, <laughs> you can get fired for criticizing Sega's graphics. Yeah, you know, right off the bat. I was just trying to get a Mario Two sound. That's all I wanted. No, no, no. I'm not giving mm-mm. you what you want for that. No, mm. that's a reward. It's not a. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a punishment at all. Uh, but anyway, um, David's uh, hot take about Sega's ugly graphics aside. Uh, is there anything else to say about this, Johnny? Uh, I think that's about it. I think it's about time to move on. They should port it to iPhones and call it Radmobile Mobile, just to really confuse the issue. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Game 2.
is the first Nintendo game to feature online play. And to clarify, I mean online play like built into the game, not using some kind of special adapter or modding or anything like that. You put the game in, you can play it online. Can you repeat your trivia, please? Yes, I could, and I would also like to take a moment to clarify the trivia. <clears throat> this is the first Nintendo console game to feature online play. That's what I thought, you fuck. We're also using standard Game That Tune rules of focusing on American releases, not oddball Japanese releases. So, it's not Jensen Patchy Slapachinko, he's shown a hook of the McKin. No, unfortunately, it is not. Ah! And and because no adapters, that means not Fantasy Star Online for the GameCube. Nor Mario Kart Double Dash, which also used the GameCube LAN adapter. Uh, that's not online. That's local area network play. That is very different. Yeah, it is. Um, also, <laughs> I assume he meant Nintendo published, because Fantasy Star Online was the second game. Um, but yeah, no, mm, more accurately, yeah. it's not Mario Kart DS, because we've used that before on the show. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was about to say, Still, like, I just, I none just... of this sounds like Mario Kart DS. 
you know, the you game, don't remember the, the Mario Game Boy Kart DS track that was in the middle of Carnival? I wish. Yeah, we had to wait for uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform for some of that samba action on a racetrack. Anyway, mm. um, let's see some answers. Yeah, I think we've narrowed it down sufficiently. So, um, John Regan, so close, but he missed that uh, Japanese thing. He has Pokemon Battle Revolution, which did come out in Japan before America, but that came out in America after this game. Your trivia uh, was terrible to David. <laughs> uh, Jesse has butts. Um, tentative checking with the judges about points for that one, but more accurately, John Harrington has the correct answer of Mario Strikers Charge. Indeed. And judges, Jesse gets a point. Man, you know, you're really awesome. letting your Jesse buy a show here. Man, man. Uh, if anything, I'm letting my butts buy a show. Okay. Yeah. Everyone likes butts. I'll go to the uh, previous episode review, and you always give extra points to other people, but not John. Um, anyway. Uh, I shouldn't have corrected David on the difference between Wi-Fi and LAN. Exactly. What was I thinking? Yeah, honestly, yes. yeah. I uh, might have let that slide. Excuse me. The judges might have let that slide, but... Right. <laughs> um, Mario Strikers Charged. Yeah. What a game. This game it's was... pretty great. This game was pretty damn cool. I, uh, I remember playing it because uh, it's a soccer game, and I remember wanting to play it online. And then having not many people to play online with, and my connection was poor. <laughs> and uh, also I no, realized... not on the Wii! No, no, you know, that's the thing. Actually, I realized that uh, I don't care for the Mario soccer games, but, uh, you know, they eventually the Wii connection was fine, because, man, I played this shit out of some Mario Kart uh, Wii online. That was uh, that was a universally fantastic experience with no issues whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so Mario Strikers. Uh, David, are you a fan of this game? Uh, I did really love the hell out of this game when it came out on Wii, and um, I'm kind of surprised and slightly upset that they've not released a new one. Um, I would like there to be a new one. Yeah, is this um, the last this is the last one, huh? Yeah, it's the last one as well as the second one. Okay, yeah, that's, I was just trying to remember if I had forgotten one. Like, uh, I guess they included soccer in like one of those like sports superstars compilations for 3DS or whatever. Uh, maybe. Oh yeah, it was in that um, 3DS Mario. Oh god, what was that called? Sports superstars. Maybe. I yeah. think so. Because I think it was Sports Mega Mix that was on Wii. Anyhow, the point is, um, this game was pretty fun, uh, and it was the first online Wii game in North America, which is kind of cool. It wasn't great to play online, but it was enjoyable. Um, and I, I, I don't know, man. I kind of missed this series, mainly because of how completely different it is. Like. Yeah. It's bonkers. Like, compared the, to all other Mar Mario things, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, what were they doing I would doing say <laughs> that that uh, depiction of the universe is a lot closer to the, the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Next Level Games, who developed it, they were uh, they were big movie fans, so they went with, like, the weird apocalyptic setting and body armor and shit for soccer matches. 
Well, that's the thing that I love about this game is, you know, like, Mario Golf. Okay, it's the Mario characters, but they're playing golf instead, and you get Mario Tennis. Like, it's the Mario characters, but, you know, maybe they're wearing, like, a visor, or Peach is in short sleeves and a little shorter dress, but they're still just everything. This game, like, Peach and Daisy, they're in a crop top, like, Wario makes a threatening gesture, like his intro into the game he lands, kind of points at the other captain, and then does the slit your throat motion, like, yeah. this game's nice. hardcore. Uh, Waluigi does great. the fucking, the suck it to people. Yeah. <laughs> Which yes. is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> The Waluigi celebration where he does his crotch chop is a beautiful thing to behold. It really is. And yeah, no, it's stuff like that that uh, make this another first. This was Nintendo's first ever Mario game to get a rating higher than merely E. So, Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Bunch of bombs going off and throat slitting animations and Waluigi telling you to suck his dick. And it's like, that's at least E10. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Soccer is violent. Yeah, yeah, they're appealing to that hooliganism, man. The, you know, the, the Mario hooligan game. crowd. God. <laughs> well, I mean, but, to be fair, you know, most soccer matches end with a riot, so yes, it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. I just uh, picturing like Wario in a soccer riot, just shoulder charging motherfuckers and then like farting on them. It's uh, getting hit with bags of urine and batteries. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's. Uh, well, what it's, Wario game is that from? Uh, the sort of soccer match. Yeah, exactly. It's this game, John. That's why this game got an E10. The canceled Wireland 4 where he throws urine at people. You chuck a battery at the ref, and that's how you get to score a goal without, a, without getting a penalty called on you. <laughs> I, I love how, Okay. I had a point continuing on, but I have to interrupt my own point just to say I love how you say they cancer, canceled Wario Land 4 because they made Wario Land 4. <laughs> it's on the Game Boy Advance and yeah. it's great. I have it on the 3DS. <laughs> Oops. But, um. The game is hard. Jesus, I can't get past the first fucking level. But, uh, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, Wario, um, farting because every captain in this game. They have their Mega Strike, where they just, like, kick a bunch of soccer balls. But every character has their super move. Uh, Wario's does involve, like, noxious gas that he just farts out in a cloud. But uh, this is one of the games that really just makes me like Waluigi as a character. Because, obviously, he does his crotch chop, uh, which is fantastic. But his special move is wall Luigi where he just sprouts this wall behind him so you can as he runs you can just s snap people in and ensnare them and it's great because that makes no fucking sense and that's what's beautiful about Waluigi like there is nothing about him that makes sense so you can just do whatever with him and it just kind of sticks well isn't that true of this game though does anything about this game really make sense like yeah is it canon is it unique to Waluigi that this game is nonsense <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's got your your typical Mario sports nonsense of like items and power ups and hazards in the stages, but it's just oh God, this game is so like edge, like, trying to be edgy, but it's Mario, and that's what I love about it. Like, if you've never played this game or seen anything about this game, look up Mario Strikers Charged official art and just bask. In yeah, the ridiculousness of how yeah, they I'm looking at that. the Mario characters. It's a very mid-2000s level of edgy. 
What You know what I love is I love boxes where there's way less in-game screenshots than there is like the drawn art on the box. Yeah. Like, Mario Strikers has box. some delicious fucking artwork. <laughs> and two tiny screenshots that barely tell you like what's going on in the game. Perfect. <laughs> it's, it's a soccer game. You know that. Here's Mario in like graffiti style. You know, fucking doing the uh, doing the shocker to somebody. Like, you know, it's great. <laughs> and it, and um, it, it continues on to the music, because some of the music selections are great. They're wonderful. Like, Mario's main theme is kind of like a, an alt-rock. Like, Bowser has, like, a heavy metal theme. PD Piranha has, like, that Calypso-type song that was the last song played. Like, some of these make sense. But then you have some, like, Waluigi has bluegrass. Uh, Luigi has, like, flamenco style. Like, hmm. What the fuck sense does this make? Now, it doesn't, I would give it but up, it's good music. I would, I would give it up to Waluigi a lot more if the, his characterization was, like, hillbilly. That Ooh. I would love <laughs> way more than whatever it is they've come up with for him. Like, fucking, you know, Waluigi being from, like, Kentucky would be just fantastic canon. Is but, Waluigi uh, not from Kentucky, though? I don't know. You know, that's the thing. There's, you know, he's a nothing character. You know nothing about him. I'm not just going to assign him uh, fucking, you know, Southern United States heritage. That you know, that would be very weird and would probably end up spinning off into some weird racist place. But no, I just want, you know, Waluigi playing in like a fucking bluegrass band as his backstory. Like, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think Nintendo needs to work on that. Like, change the voice. So he's not so much like uh, the way anymore. Like you know, give give him a couple of dialogue lines in a thick Southern accent. You know, uh, have a level just, in like the next Paper Mario where he leads you into the woods to show you his pot farm. Like just really so go is it nuts. Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. Yes. Oh so man, Waluigi cross Cletus. <laughs> so really, what you're saying is instead of a new Mario Strikers, they need to make Banjo Hero starring Waluigi. Yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, quite frankly be into that. Like, if they want to really, I mean, people are clamoring for Waluigi for Smash Brothers these days, and it's kind of, I just, I'm always like, why? He's nothing, He, you know, he's a good assist trophy, he pops up with a tennis racket, and he sucks ass. You know, why do you want him in the games? He has no story, like, he's no one, he's just fucking Waluigi, like, you know. See, I think that's why people want him, is because he has no identity, so he can literally be anything, like, you don't have to have, oh, well, if he's in the game, make sure to add this move. He could literally do anything, and it would yeah, fit and make sense. That's, you know, but see, that's the problem. They put him in, and it would never satisfy the nihilistic motherfuckers that just love Waluigi and want him in the game. Like, you gotta give him something to latch onto before you put him in the game. So give him a banjo. Give Man, him a no. lot of children. Hey, uh, here's my <laughs> idea. Here's my idea. Nintendo should make a horse racing game where you go and do the horse racing circuit, and the uh, Kentucky Derby is hosted by Waluigi. Okay. And then you get an excuse to give everybody crazy Mario-themed hats, you know, and mint juleps and things like that. And oh, it'll be a great time. You know, like horse racing and horse be... betting games are pretty popular in Japan. I could see Nintendo trying some shit like that. <laughs> or yeah. would that be mushroom juleps? Hmm. Probably. No one said mint julep, but <laughs> uh, John I, I said give uh, everyone a mint julep. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I said mint julep. <laughs> okay, sorry, I, I I zoned out after crazy hats. <laughs> I was say, you really sounds... are just confessing how much you tune out, John, when we do this show. Like, <laughs> oh, John's talking. Never mind. 
Well, he said crazy hats, so I just pictured Luigi, uh, fucking Waluigi in like a plantation colonel's hat, and I'm just like, that's nice. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waluigi Unchained. Basically, Colonel Sanders, but it's Waluigi. That's what yes. I'm picturing. Yeah. I, you know. All white suit. Mm-hmm. See, that's what maybe you know, that, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need like a new like Diner Dash game, but it's set in Waluigi's Chicken Restaurant. Yes, or have the Colonel be Waluigi's father, and Waluigi has been trying to escape that Southern heritage all these years. He doesn't want to live <laughs> on the plantation. He doesn't want to take over the tobacco farm, so he's and run now up he's to the, fa- he's run up to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> he's finally learned to embrace it, his heritage, and he takes over the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> See, see, that's what we're doing. Like, instead of a new Mario Strikers game, we need to make a Waluigi-centered Mario RPG where he's just on a quest to find his identity after rejecting his southern heritage. Yes. All of that is better than what they've done for Waluigi thus far. Having him just be the, you know, skinny Wario that tells everybody to suck it. So, uh, yeah, more uh, more Waluigi well, backstory, please. Yeah, more characters. That sounds pretty great too, though. I'm I mean, not gonna if, lie. But that's the thing. If you know, if his like smash attack in like fucking when he becomes a DLC fighter was like hitting his own crotch and somehow it makes you fly off the stage, you know, now we're talking. But I don't think mm-hmm. they're gonna bring that back. This that was a, that was a Mario Strikers exclusive. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's why they can this game. It's like I'm sorry. Did you guys add in Waluigi telling people to suck it? This series is canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Who signed off on this? (laughs) Yeah, you just see Shiggy like giggling to himself behind a notepad. (laughs) Oh, Shiggy's just in the corner, like, oh, this is heinous and ridiculous. We need to abandon this. (laughs) Yeah, but he told you a second. (laughs) So, (laughs) So there's that. Anyway, David, anything else on Mario Strikers Charged? Um, I feel like there's a lot more on Mario Strikers Church because we went off on a ridiculous tangent. But uh, no, the game's fun, and I kind of want the series to come back. And I love the Edge Lord art style because it's ridiculous and amazing. Yeah, no, it's a good game. It needs to be revisited. You know, frankly, it is a uh, kind of long overdue. You know, ten years of n- no Nintendo soccer, save for uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Uh, yeah, it's time for this to make a comeback. So. Nintendo, get right on that. John, call Shiggy. Game
Alright, so in this game, uh, during the intro, there's a time machine, and it lists uh, three key dates uh, in video game history. Uh, September 23rd, 1889, March 12th, 1986, and September 24th, 1988.
Alright guys, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty damn good. Me too. There's only so many games involving Mario in a time machine. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, fuck. Johnny said butts. Um, and John says Mario and Luigi, partners in time. That's incorrect. And David with the correct answer, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I've really got to remember that you always pick something that you're playing right now. <laughs> Which, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the dates that you listed are the founding of Nintendo, the founding of Ubisoft, and Mar Super Mario Bros. release date? No, the other one is uh, Ubisoft Milan. Okay. So, the second Ubisoft hmm. studio, I guess. Anyway... But, um, yeah, so, uh, Mario plus Rabbids, has anyone played this game? Man, I'm so disappointed in myself that I haven't played it yet. It's, uh, it's sitting there, waiting to be played, and Ooh. I haven't played it. Got it for cheap what on Black first? <laughs> what first is this? Oh, um, this is the first time Mario and the Rabbids have teamed up. Um, it's also the first, uh, Mario a strategy RPG, like, uh, XCOM. Yep. Um, it's also, if I'm not mistaken, the first time that Mario has canonically used a gun. Yeah, he. Well, it's more like a Mega Buster, to be honest with mm -hmm. you, which is kind of cooler. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's the first although, appearance of Rabbit Mario. Yeah, Rabbit Mario. First appearance Actually, of Rabbit Peach. One of my favorite rabbits. Rabbit Peach is amazing. I'm just gonna, yeah, that's She's all. I was, I was just gonna keep listing fuck. off all the, like the Nintendo rabbits. It's like, it's a lot of firsts, John. <laughs> I, uh, I take it back. This is not the first time Mario has canonically used a gun because I just remembered Yoshi's Safari for the Super Scope. So. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah Excuse that's right. me. Dangerous. Um, man. What a... Uh, so. There's also Rabid Kong. Yes, man. <laughs> See, I want to play to get to Rabid Kong. He's, uh, that's, a, that's an enticing boss fight. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really disappointed in myself that I haven't played this. Honestly, I, I think I let it fall by the wayside mostly because there's no, like online component to this or anything it's just uh you're at home you're playing a playing a game strategy game right yeah th uh, there is some co-op okay and um but i haven't gotten to try that yet um but yeah it's a, it's a strategy game it's oh but it's so fun like and it's kind of goofy like the rabbits are all fucking hilarious yeah. and dumb and and um like uh Princess Rabbit, she has she's always taking selfies and stuff and which I don't know, it's it's very funny how she does it. <laughs> um if the ol my only drawback so far is uh you have to have Mario on your team. And oh, what, like uh, at all times? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping eventually you can change that. I'm I'm only like in the second world. But um the battles get really crazy and you can do all sorts of wacky things like you can have Mario run over to like Luigi and jump off of Luigi and jump onto like an enemy and then jump onto another enemy then like run behind cover and then like shoot someone all in one turn right and like so there's a lot of you can set yourself up for a lot of action um it's like it, it's really quick to get into the action too um like the designer said they wanted to make an experience that was 
you know, different, but like fast, like Mario Kart. Like you just get in the action. Yeah, good. And so they're like, basically, they wanted to turn Mario Kart into a strategy game, and then somehow this happened. Yeah. It's really <laughs> and weird. Then the rabbits popped up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it like at the E3 where they revealed this, where they like showed a. Uh, showed the designer like in the audience of the presentation or something and he was like weeping like with happiness about getting to work with like Nintendo and make a Mario game like oh he was so excited yeah 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 and it's funny like they they made the game and then they kind of made like a demo and then they showed it to Shiggy and Shiggy was like oh this is awesome Mario in a strategy game we never done that before yeah. <laughs> hell yeah make this game and uh it's so weird that like Ubisoft got to make this, but it's 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 fun, no, I, man. I, that's the thing. I mean, I, I love it. It's uh, it's gotten like universal acclaim. Uh, they got Grant Kirkhope to make the soundtrack, and the soundtrack's fantastic. Uh, it's oh, a you you beat me to it. Oh I was yeah, gonna no. say, I remember seeing a, a thing where Grant Kirkhope like. They asked him to do the soundtrack. He's like, yeah, I'd love to do a soundtrack for your new strategy game. And then they explained what it was. He's like, wait, I I have to write Mario music? I, yeah. I don't think I'm good enough for that. <laughs> yeah. He wrote Banjo-Kazooie music. It's practically Mario music. It's yeah, really not, the, uh, it's not that lo uh, long of a walk. But, uh, yeah, no, the soundtrack's fantastic. Um... You know, it's a completely new look for the Mario series, and I just remember like how pissed people were when they first like started getting rumors. Of this it's like, you know, rumor mills to turn in the Mario is gonna have some kind of crossover with the Rabbids, and everybody's like, Nintendo's lost it. They don't, you know, they lost the thread. They don't know what's good. Fuck this. And then it's like, actually, it's like an XCOM game starring Nintendo, starring Mario and the Rabbids, and it's like a fucking blast. And everybody's like, okay, great, yeah, fuck it, let's go for it. Like, <laughs> I would hate to. I would have. I would hate to have been one of those edgy internet guys that didn't want to play this based on like, you know. I don't care for the rabbits much, but like, it's a Mario strategy game with the rabbits, and it's just kooky and fun. Like, fuck yeah, I want to play that. Like, yeah. yeah the rabbits grow on you in this game. Like, like as soon as they start dressing up like Mario characters, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the thing. I worry almost that playing this game will make me like the rabbits. <laughs> I've already decided as soon as I can get rid of Mario, I'm having an all-rabid team. Yeah. Because, for one thing, Rabid Mario, he has a fucking shotgun. Like, <laughs> Rabid Mario fucks shit up. Yes. He has a shotgun and a giant hammer, and whenever he dashes through people, it causes explosions. Into like, it. he is just a fucking nightmare for the other team. When you get him, like, you have to do a couple stupid toad escort missions to get him. But um, if you if you play smart, you can get those done pretty now, quick. Toad escort missions. That sounds more like a Grand Theft Auto Mario crossover. What like because you control <laughs> which Kirby, also you needs to fight. happen. <laughs> but there are certain there are certain battles like there'll be a battle you just kill everything, and then there's a battle where you have to reach a point in the map. And so the ones where you have to reach a point in the map, usually they spawn a whole bunch of shit at you. They keep spawning enemies. You just got to get to the area. And just, you know, kind of haul butt and have it. one guy, you know, hang yeah. back and, and shoot people and stuff. And so Toad, you just got to keep him safe. Yeah. And uh, watch out for the big guys. Sweet, I, I remember when this game was first, like, announced. It was like, Mario and Rabbids? Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. What a stupid idea. And then they released, like, the promo art. And I was looking at it. I was like, that's Princess Peach with a plasma cannon. 
this is the greatest version of Princess Peach that's ever existed before. Exactly. Like, I fucking oh, love oh this. <laughs> yeah. Mario crossing over the rabbits? Not sure. Everybody gets Mega Busters. Okay, now, hold on now. <laughs> You've got my attention. <laughs> like, that's, uh, yeah, man, you know, like I was saying earlier, I haven't played it yet just because, you know, it's one of those things where I know I'm not missing out on it by, like, just waiting and playing it, because it's just, you know, it's, yeah. it's single player, it's co-op. It'll be there. It's not like, you know, I have to dive into some online community and play it while it's hot. Like, it's waiting for me, and I'm going to yeah. play it, and I, I know I'm going to enjoy it, but it's like, eh, I'm going to play Smash Brothers for a while while that's hot on everybody's list. And then once I'm, you know, done with that, if, you know, that happens someday, uh, you know, Mario and Rabbids is waiting. <laughs> so there is, um, there is one thing about this game that I have loved. I have not played it myself, but I have, like, seen videos and, you know, Twitch streamers and whatnot. And, uh, Jesse, I don't want to spoil anything. Have you fought the Phantom? No, but I have heard, uh... Billy Sane? Okay. His... Music. Yes, uh, there there is a boss fight against a character called the Phantom who has a song, and it's pretty incredible. Yeah, part one and part two. Hmm. They're pretty good. Cool, man. I almost used it, but I felt it would give it away even quicker than the Peach's Castle song. Nice. Very nice. Um, well, cool, man. Anything else on uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle? Uh, you know. No, it's it's just great. Fantastic game Switch. that gets Jesse's seal of approval. Oh yeah, and it's great portable. It, the Switch, it's perfect for the Switch. Fuck it's yeah, great. Dude. Uh, yeah, uh, play it. Everybody play it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been on numerous sales lately. It's very cheap now. Go out and get it. Uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game four.
All right. So in this game, the player can choose between two playable protagonists, and the character not selected becomes the prisoner of the main villain. Alright, so, as you guys are finalizing your answers, I want to thank our requester tonight. This one came to us via our Discord uh, from Mixmaster. So, thank you very much, Mixmaster, for the request. And, uh, let's see those answers, guys. Oh my god, it's a hat trick, everybody says... Resident Evil. Yes, Resident Evil, uh, the original version. I was specifically told not to select the director's cut because apparently they chopped up some of the music. Um, Resident Evil for the PlayStation 1. Maybe you've heard of it? I believe this was one of the first games that had um, like a lot of endings to it, if I remember. like A lot of crazy secret endings. Like I remember getting Electronic Gaming Monthly and reading about like like I don't know, like if it like you had to commit, commit these very specific actions to get all these yeah. different endings. I do not know the details of this, but I do know that there's at least uh, there's a couple of endings depending on who you play as, because the other person gets taken uh, captive by the uh, by the main villain, and then you can decide whether or not to save them at some point during the game by collecting the keys and saving your partner, and that affects the ending. And then there's a bunch of other stuff going on, and I don't know because. I've tried playing Resident Evil, the original one, or uh, the GameCube remake, several times, and I just can't get past it, man. I can't get into the game. <laughs> like, I want to. It's cool, and I dig Resident Evil 4 and 5. I dig fucking Wesker and Chris in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, you know, but I just can't with this. Uh, Jesse. You're the PlayStation guy. I'm hoping that you could get into this. Are you a, are you a Resident Evil 1 guy? Um, so I've tried various uh, Resident Evil games, and mm. besides beating 2 on Nintendo 64, I just never really been able to get into these games. I've tried. Jeez. It's just not my cup of tea. Damn. 
you know, did you did you try like uh, four or uh, like five yeah, four, later on? Four was fun. I did like four a lot um, until yeah. it became a big escort mission, and then I was out. Um, right. It was not much fun after that, but yeah, it was it was cool. I, you know, I dug for hard, like the the opening and the village and all that shit with all the weird, you know, the fucking Hispanic chainsaw zombies dude. coming after you. Yeah, the chainsaw guy. God damn that chainsaw guy. Fuck. Well, four is when it became um, kind of more of a action game and less of like a weird tank controlling haunted house game, right? Right. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. That, you know, I prefer the action <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> to whatever they were doing before. Because, um, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, man. It, it was just tough for me to get into it. I You know, it's been so long since I've even, like, popped it in. Like, you know, I bought the GameCube version of this twice. Like, I bought it back when it came out on GameCube and didn't dig it. And then I fucking, uh, <laughs> like, years later bought it used because it's like, maybe I didn't give that game a fair shake. And then it's like, oh, wait, nope. I gave it a fair shake <laughs> and just can't penetrate it, man. Um, but, you know, I know it's uh, it's beloved survival horror. It's the game that coined the term survival horror, despite not being the first survival horror game. Um, and, you know, the movies aren't half bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know some of them. Some of them are all bad, but you know, the, uh, a few of them are not half bad. And, yeah, you know, I dig the characters, man. Uh, you know, I like... The uh, you know Jill, Chris, uh, fucking you know uh, what's his name in the fourth one, Leon, uh, and you know motherfucking Wesker is a fantastic villain. He is one of my all-time favorites. He is just such a like I, I don't know man. It you know I haven't played all the games, so I don't know the full ins and outs of his character. But I know that essentially I look at him like that guy's just kind of a dork ass. Like, he's got the slick back <laughs> hair, he wears his sunglasses at night, eventually he's wearing, like, a fucking Matrix-style duster, and I'm just like, you know, he thinks he's a god, he thinks he's cool, he injects himself with a bunch of stuff that clearly has turned him into a monster. Like, you know, this guy's a total dork ass, but he, uh, he can occasionally back it up, man, he occasionally really fucks some people up, it's good, he's, he's super intelligent. And, uh, See, every time I know, look at way. Whisker, like the one word that comes to mind is just smarmy. Like he is a smarmy ass guy, like with the slick back hair and like he acts all com- cool and composed. Coming, it's like there, there's just something about you. Like you are not right. what you think you are, and you're just making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and like even I mean, like I said, I haven't really gotten into the first one, but like at first, it's like, so wait, he's just a cop. It's like, oh, wait, no, he's undercover for the Umbrella Corporation and, like, monitoring the whole situation. Like, there's always, it's, you know, Wesker's like a fucking onion, man. He's just always another layer to peel off. And then, you know, it's just like, God, this guy just, you know, he uh, he makes me cry just a little bit. But he, he puts some great flavor in the dish. It's, you know, it's my Wesker onion analogy. Um, <laughs> I thought you know, this was going he, in a Shrek dis- direction, and I'm very pleasantly surprised that it didn't. So... A direction? I never take things in a Shrek direction, for the record. <laughs> That's a clip we need to pull for a future free play channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Johnny, what's your favorite Resident Evil game, man? Uh, or re- or favorite movie? You know, your choice. Hmm. I've never played a Resident Evil game. I've never watched this, a Resident Evil movie. I figured you'd say Code Veronica me. for Dreamcast. I'm going to say three... <laughs> just because? <laughs> um, I, hope, I hope that's yeah, the game. 
<laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, I know the games are cool. You know, uh, horror is not really my thing, and that's the thing. It took me until the games became less horror-y and more action-y to get into them. Like, I think 5 is an underrated gem. I know people give that game some shit for some frustrating co-op, but Resident Evil 5's dope. Like, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. 5's the one where Chris actually punches the boulder, right? He is that does the racist one? That's the other thing. There's an accusation of racism against that game just because it happens to take place in Africa, and yeah, you're killing a lot of African natives. It's, you know, but one of your, you know, your partner is also an African native, so it's, you know, I don't know, man. I'm not diving into those racial politics. They were mm -hmm. all monsters. <laughs> like, so. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes, you do eventually <laughs> punch the boulder. <laughs> You guys, you guys baited me into it. I appreciate that. Um, David sold the conversation his back on. That's hey. cool. Nobody wants to hear what David says about this anyway. <laughs> David, would you oh, like man. to contribute? Uh, Resident Evil Four was my favorite. Uh huh. Um, it was good. It uh, also, I think, had uh, accusations of racism towards uh, towards Hispanic people. Uh, you killed a lot of <laughs> oh, those. Oh yeah, in that it game. did. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's you know, <laughs> they're not racist. You're killing monstrous people. They're infected with diseases, and they have fucking tentacles sprout up out of their heads. Like it's you know, nothing about it. Ooh, <laughs> there's tentacles in these games. Oh, Johnny, yeah. there's such tentacles. <laughs> oh, if you'll excuse me. Yeah, I have a subreddit to explore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, anyway, it, uh, you know, it's a cool game. It's important to you know gaming history. It's uh, you know it's got some f cool atmospheric music, cool characters. You know, but I prefer the later games. Um, that's really all there is for me to say about Resident Evil. Oh, and um, the sound clip I played. I you know I think it speaks to the delightful campiness of uh of the series that for some reason one of the motifs of the series is always having someone say the title of the game out loud on the title screen i think that's fucking hilarious and uh johnny give him a little taste of that special sound i gave you before we move on resident evil biohazard it's also called resident evil on like this for three more minutes <laughs> oh my god jeez god yeah i love that motif it's just like all right yeah strap in because this game announces itself literally <laughs> so uh well those yeah, last one sound like the mortal kombat guy announcing it yeah see eventually like you know starting at like four they kind of get into uh yeah get more into like a less of like the mortal kombat sounding guy and more of like a resident evil four so it's uh, it's always great, man. It just puts you it puts you right in the mood, right when you start the game. So uh, props to Resident Evil, props to Mixmaster for the request. Uh, and Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game five.
Okay, so this is the only entry in the series to date to be released as a launch title for a system. How's everybody feeling? Less. I have an good. idea. Yeah, David, come on, speculate on what it might be. I would love to know what two things you think this is. Yeah, yeah, I should not have felt that. Johnny, what do you got, man? That's a good guess. Jesse, how you feeling? Feeling good? Okay, and David's next. Okay, so Jesse says pocket tennis, which is unfortunately incorrect. David says tech and tag tournament. I don't know if there's a two or anything on there, but that's not correct. And John has the correct answer. It's Halo. Hey. Oh, so sure. Halo Combat Evolved, the first game in the Halo series, a launch title for the original Xbox. Um... Start the calculated computer. This game is over. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was convinced it was man. either going to be a Metal Gear game or a Tekken game. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, those are two of my very well-established wheelhouses, but you, uh, if you go back through the list of games that we've used, I've, uh, I've dried up those wells thoroughly. Um, um, but I have gone through the list of games we used, and you have not used the original Tekken nor the original Metal Gear Solid, so... Oh, no, yeah, I guess we. I guess I used Twin Snakes, not the original. Still holding out. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, for a different episode. But no, this is Halo, and uh, man, it just felt right. It felt like uh, felt like a game that should have been on the show by now. It's uh, I, you know, a fairly popular game. Maybe uh, maybe a few people played it. I feel I've heard like of it. Uh, yeah, hit a. Uh, Planted Master Chief as the uh, mascot for the Xbox. Sorry, Blinks. 
Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, know. who was supposed to be the mascot for the It was, Xbox? Supposed, it was to supposed to be, like, Blinks? Blinks, and then he didn't make launch, and then Halo was fucking fantastic, and it's like, yeah, that, you know, seriously, that might have been, like, the luckiest break on the part of Microsoft ever. Like, if they had been pushing the Xbox with a Blinks-heavy marketing plan, I don't know if it would have done as well. And then it's like, oh, wait. This game, Halo, is fucking excellent, and Master Chief is, like, an accomplishment of, like, good, just, like, blank slate character design. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that guy, you know, I look at that guy, and he looks like the Xbox in man form. Mm. Like, he's just, you know, <laughs> There's all that green. I'm just saying, yeah, he's green. He's got, you know, the fucking, like, the featureless face. The it's big, just, like, uh, bulky, armored block design yes very and bulky and you're playing you it know. with that big bulky duke controller good oh, God. I love that oh, God. those old xbox controllers man yeah. <laughs> it's so many interesting design decisions and uh yeah but no one of the you know, one of the things they got luckiest with was master chief becoming their mascot because yeah you know say what you will about the series and how little i've gotten into it over the years but uh kind of important uh you know, to the to the gaming landscape kind of oh. uh Dude, yeah. freshman year at at in the UF dorms. Oh yeah, fucking like this game was everywhere. Everyone no would kidding. pop open their dorms. You know, we would throw a router into the middle of the hallway and run our Ethernet cables to it, so we could have four Xboxes and do the sixteen-player matches. <laughs> Ooh. And yeah. that's only when you guys weren't smashing puss. Exactly. <laughs> Which was came always. Up, came up for air between puss crushing sessions. We were always. Serious Halo. <laughs> we were always not crushing. <laughs> playing, uh, same as you will, I played a lot of land parties. Um. But yeah, man, I, you know, I went to a few of those with just like fucking work guys. And I'm not, I'm not a first person shooter guy, but like. You know, you get a bunch of guys together fucking playing, uh, playing on multiple Xboxes and, you know, getting a few beers in you. It doesn't matter if you're not a first-person shooter guy. You can throw a gr- throw enough grenades to fuck some guy's day up and just have a blast. Like, Yeah, honestly, it's not the best first-person shooter. Like, it's pretty slow compared to first-person shooters I'd played before this. Sure. Um, and I had a hard time adjusting to using a controller instead of a keyboard and a mouse. Uh, I am word. one of those guys. I did, not <laughs> um, have that tr- I did not have that problem at all. <laughs> But even even with all that, it was still just like, you know, there's a bunch of dudes hanging out. You're all crowded around some, like, shitty 19-inch TV that you brought from home. Uh-huh. Uh, and you got beers, and you're trying to, like, have a good time, but stay quiet enough that the RA doesn't know what's going on. Like, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, that's the difference between you and me, John. I didn't stay in the dorm. I had to go to, like, some guy's apartment, and multiple people had to bring their TVs and Xboxes over. It was, uh, it was complicated. Um... But it was a lot of fun, man. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a cool game. You know, fucking... Uh, I saw some list recently, and, you know, it wasn't, like, fucking by any credible source. It was mostly in, like, looking up Halo stuff in the lead-up to this. And it's like, you know, 100 greatest characters in video games, and number one was Master Chief. I'm like, now, hold on. Like, uh, mm, he's... Mm, hmm. He... What, you know, weird godless man wrote this list? Like, you know, Master Chief's a fine character, you know, but he's just a super soldier. Like, he's not one of the greatest characters in gaming. Is he an icon? Yes. Is he one of the greatest characters in gaming? No. Like, I was going to say, like, icon? Maybe. Protagonist? Fucking icon, for sure. Sure. Character? No. He's not a character. He's a fucking helmet. 
he's an avatar. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's whatever you want him to be. Cortana is the character, and she's an AI. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, it's uh, the game's cool. The you know, story's cool. I know it's expanded crazily, and I don't, I haven't kept up with it or anything. But like. Uh, you know, like just like back in the day, basic Halo stuff. Like fucking, you, you got the Covenant with their cool alien weapons, and then they're trying to unleash the Flood or whatever. And the Flood's like a parasite, and it infects people. And you know, it like I like the campaign. I like the characters. I like those fucking alien weapons, man. Those Covenant weapons were cool. You get that beam sword eventually. Um, you know, I don't know why. I know it's like the weakest thing, but I always like that needler. Uh, mm. You know, yeah, that one's shot fun. like little glowy darts, and then you know they would explode. They're like little, home, you know, yeah. Um, I was gonna say like it's it's a weird thing in first person shooters because usually it's like the first shittiest weapon, but Master Chief's pistol is surprisingly powerful and cool. Like he's got a good, good yeah. sidearm. And you know, it's uh, good zoom. This game had like you know, a, like a really good innovation that everybody had to copy after this with the recharging health thing, <laughs> like, uh, like the shield, oh, yeah. the shield or whatever. Like it, you know, you could take some fire and get back behind cover and let your shield regenerate, and it just allowed you to like you know play the game differently than like say fucking Goldeneye where you had to like find a body armor or find a fucking health pack or whatever. And you know, I like it. it you know, that's. And obviously, everybody else liked it because it fucking made it into, like, every single fucking shooter game ever after that. Like, even when it didn't make sense. It's like, Call of Duty, your health's recharging. It's like, why is it recharging? I just got shot. Like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm just a man. I'm not Master Chief here. <laughs> and um, I was also a huge fan of the vehicle aspect of uh, and multiplayer. that's what I was trying to get to. Because, yeah, that was oh, the yeah. best way to fuck up a LAN party is just to be the guy that takes Start the fucking, like, the purple hovercraft motorcycle thing and just, like, jet around the stage fucking guys up. <laughs> like, it was yeah. so much fun. Fucking Phantom. Uh, I loved it. Um... Yeah, and I'm trying to remember the other vehicles. I just It's like, all I remember is that and the Warthog, and the Warthog's just a fucking Jeep, but it's like, you know, it, it was just so cool to be like, you know, hey man, come on, get on the Warthog with me. I'll drive and you shoot. Like, mm. it was, uh, you know, it was it was super cool, man. They, uh, you know, they just, it, it was a game that got everything, not everything, but it, it got so many things right that it's like, yeah, you know, obviously this is like an inescapable classic, and it makes sense that it became this popular. Like, uh... It was just the right game for the right time. Like, and I guess the first one didn't have like actual online multiplayer. That that came in. It the, did not. Okay, yeah. Was that in the second one? It started. Yeah, or was two that, two had Xbox Live support. Okay, yeah. So two was where everything really blew the fuck up and yeah. changed everything forever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's cool. And you know, I was thinking about it, and I'm just like. Is Halo cool still? Like, do people care anymore? I feel like there's like <laughs> Halo Nation. Like, as, that's the oldest thing I've ever heard you say. I'm just saying, like, you know, do people still give a fuck about Halo? It's like it's been a series for yeah, almost twenty years. Like, you know, didn't I, I, Halo Five? I, like, didn't Halo Five come out like two years ago? I haven't heard a fucking peep. Like, so that's what I thought was interesting because you were talking about like you know Halo Classic and Bigs like Halo Two. That's when it took off, and then they made more. Yeah, there were more after that. 
Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I do feel it's like Halo 2. It's like, fuck yeah, Halo 3. Oh, okay, like it finished everything. Kind of maybe disappointing, but, you know, it's, it still, it's still really good. And then, like, they kept <laughs> making them. Because I know there's, like, 4 and 5 and... God, was it like ODT or... Oh, yeah, no, uh, ODST, Orbital, Orbital Drop Shock Trooper, which, you know, I guess for people that wanted more Halo world stuff is fine, but guess what's not cool when you're in the Halo world? Not being Master Chief. Like, <laughs> you're playing as a normal Marine. It's like, oh, no, I don't want to do that at all. I've, you know, I've been living that sweet Master Chief life. <laughs> like, <laughs> um... But yeah, no, that's the thing. I was like, you know, I know there's like, there's still some kind of community for this. Like, you know, it probably doesn't help that it's on the Xbox One. I feel like, you know, maybe I'm just not in tune with what Xbox owners fucking like play anymore or something. Like, I don't know anybody that owns a fucking Xbox One. And I haven't talked to anybody about Halo in quite some time. Like, when I chose this game, I was like, wait, man, Halo's still a thing, right? Like, they didn't. Does the... Does the Xbox One play games? I don't think so. I think it's just a cable box. Is the (laughs) Xbox One still out? Uh, (laughs) You know, last I checked, they, uh, you know, it's still a thing, and they still have a very loose understanding of what exclusive means. Um, (laughs) They announce a lot of exclusives, and then they all come out on other systems, too. So, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's confusing. But yeah, like, uh, I think they announced Halo Infinite at, like, an E3, th- maybe this year. Maybe, yeah, shit, did we do our E3 reactions this year? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, know. I, I mean, just, you know, I like Halo, it's cool, and, you know, esports are cool, but I feel like this got, like, supplanted by other first-person shooters, like, fucking, you know, I feel like Overwatch just stepped in when Halo was a little bit too up its own ass, and was just like, hey, guess what? colorful characters with funny cool stories and all kinds of crazy control schemes and Halo is like no wait you guys don't still want Master Chief? He's here (laughs) You don't want to play as Master Chief and four generic dudes in armor? Yeah exactly and also hold on looks at list uh General Keys? I I don't know man (laughs) like you sure you don't want keys? No you want to play as like uh as that really sexy chick with the uh the visor and uh, and the gorilla and stuff. You guys, you guys just want Overwatch, don't you? I can't wait to see if Halo Infinite is just crazy and off the walls and just like their attempt at making Overwatch. <laughs> like, see, so really, good. that's that's what they need. Like Halo <laughs> Six needs to be Master Chief, but they pump him more with like futuristic Master Chief like steroids to get him even stronger, and it just turns him into a fucking gorilla. It's sh- you know, see, no, what it should be Master need- Chief. They need to take a page from the Spider-Verse and have a Master Chief Spider-Verse where he discovers all the other Master Chiefs from alternate dimensions and it's a big, wacky, Overwatch fucking Halo craziness taking place in some kind of Halo multiverse. Uh, I'm here to write it if you want me to. (laughs) 15 versions of Master Chief. Master Chief. Master Chief, but he's middle-aged. Master Chief, but he's a woman. Master Chief, but he's a gorilla. Master Red Chief, Master because Chief. he's anime. Red Master Chief. Blue Master Chief. Green Ooh, Master Super Chief. Saiyan Master Chief. <laughs> and one of the Master Chiefs is just straight up Doom Guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no. Uh, they should do something like that. Because, yeah, you, you know. Don't, 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 don't forget the guy from Marathon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, because despite what uh, what some lists on the internet might say, I don't think Master Chief is the greatest uh, video game character of all time. Do, so he stands. Do you think he should be in Smash Bros? Yes, quite frankly, I do. It, uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. So yeah, why not have it? Like, yeah, I feel like the Inkling kind of scratches the Master Chief itch. It's got kind of like a gun and grenade style. But, uh, uh, you know, Master Chief as a skin for the Inkling would be pretty good, too. So <laughs> You heard it uh, here first. Master Chief, basically the Inkling. Yeah. Also, he'd be, he'd be good as DLC for Splatoon. Like, they did the Octo expansion. How about the Halo expansion? Ooh. Yeah. Now, all, now all I want is for the next Halo game to feature a weapon that's a giant paint roller. <laughs> it would. Who says it can't work? It would be fantastic. First person paint rolling would be great. <laughs> Turns out the aliens are allergic to paint. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, science, but with paint. Uh, yeah, David, you and I could work on reskinning uh, like Halo with Splatoon characters. Uh, I don't know who's the. You know, are the Octolings the Covenant or the the Inklings Master Chief? You know, what do they get infected with? Because the flood doesn't sound dangerous to Inklings. Uh, yeah. Although honestly, the the Inklings do have those amiibo costumes. They get you that power armor. They could very easily just have Master Chief power armor. That'd be so so good. But anyway, uh, Halo. God, I want this so bad, and now I'm actually angry that it doesn't exist. Yeah, we're talking about it like it's some far fetched idea. I'm saying, you know, it's it's not impossible to implement these ideas. Besides, licensing and Microsoft probably never doing anything like that. But uh, I mean, Ubisoft made a Nintendo exactly. game, so why can't Microsoft? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they just need to realize that you know the Xbox One is uh, it's just a lost cause. Mario plus Master Chief. Yeah, you know, Mario plus Halo. The Halo battle. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! You know, I, Mario needs to face a threat on a universe annihilating scale, and you know who better to take him on the adventure than oh, Master Chief? No. <laughs> you know, we can't activate a Halo. <laughs> like, uh, it's a giant weapon. <laughs> oh no! I, okay, I've gone from wanting Master Chief and Splatoon <laughs> crossing over to now. I just want Mario to hit a question mark block and one of the plasma swords to come out. <laughs> Yes! Just Halo items in the game. That's all you need. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking you hit... Killing the speed! You hit an item block and a, war a warthog pops out. <laughs> yeah. and, it's, and then it's double dash. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> um, but anyway, Halo's dope. Uh, we could riff on it for hours. But uh, Johnny, I think it's time to take it, uh, take it home, man. Let's go to the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. Sure. Let's hey. go with that. How? Justify it, John. <laughs> well, David really won, but he also won last week. Mm-hmm. So then it was a tie between me and Jesse. Yep. And then I decided I haven't won in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's good thinking there, John. That was going to be my suggestion. <laughs> yeah. that, that's literally all the justification you need. Well, David really won, but... Oh, that's how John wins. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He wins when he doesn't win. Uh, and when Johnny <laughs> wins, we all win. So... Yeah. Great game tonight, John. Uh, do you have a theme in mind for next week's episode? So next week is Martin Luther King Day. Oh, so God. I oh, think... Can't wait to see where this is going. <laughs> 
Games with Kings. <laughs> okay, now you now okay. you're talking. Okay. Some kind of king that has to be taken in the game. A twist. <laughs> this could have gone in so many different directions, and I'm glad it went in this one. Dodge the bullet yeah. there, guys. Next week's Martin Luther King Day, so anything but Resident Evil 5. Um, yeah, no. Games with Kings, though, That uh, I like that. Cause, uh, that yeah. Yeah. Or mm, maybe no, games no, fit for a no. king. No, uh, we'll just go with Games with Kings. Uh, yeah, you, you had it right the first time. That can be the tagline. There could, it could be Games Fit for a King, but uh, you know, Kings as a theme, it, uh, it presents a good set of games. So... Uh, Maybe I like just that, uh, maybe David, I'll open up my usual wheelhouse and uh, I, you know, I like that things. classic Johnny move of like, oh, that's a good theme. This could have gone in a really bad direction, or alternatively, no, no, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Everything's great with this theme, but what if? No, 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 no. We got the theme. Lock it in, King of the Week. Uh, you know, we're doing it. So, uh, Kings Royalty on next week's episode of Game That Tune. Great theme. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening tonight, watching along live with us. We had a great live group. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune, YouTube.com slash GameThatTune, Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. And you should join our Discord channel and chat along with us. You can listen live there. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us. We're live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Uh, we come out in podcast form the following Wednesdays. Uh, you know, so check us out there in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, thanks to our requester, Mixmaster. He hit us up in our Discord channel. You should join us there, but you can also send us your requests, gamethattune at gmail.com. Uh, thanks to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash gamethattune. It's the home for our fun exclusives. Uh, we've got uh, the best of 2018 mixtape right around the corner. We've got uh, fantastic episodes of Covered Up, Jesse's show about video game cover bands and remixes. And we've got our Patreon-exclusive video game movie commentaries, which we are recording a, another live version of this week. We're talking about Street Fighter from 1994, the ultra classic. Uh, so it's bound to be a fantastic time. And uh, you know, we maybe should have scheduled it for a Tuesday just for Bison uh, reference. But it'll be uh, it'll be live on Thursday and then available to our patrons at patreon.com slash game that tune. So check us out there. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, John Jekyll. You guys are all fantastic and we appreciate the support. And yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Game That Tune. You hit us up with requests there, or just chit chat about video game music. Send us your favorite land party memories, or uh, you know, just you know, whatever you want. Just you know, find us on Twitter. We're also there individually. Uh, at jgangsta187 is where you can find me. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find John Regan. I don't say this very often. This week's winner. On Twitter at JP Regan Jr. and I've got a plug I gotta make. Plug it, John. N- so next week, or if you're listening in podcast form, this weekend, uh, you know, the weekend of the 18th, I'm gonna be in Oklahoma participating in a fundraiser called Funder Up. Fuck yeah! Where we're gonna we're gonna play uh, Mario games for 24 hours straight, raising money for a Oklahoma charity called One Day Ranch, who specializes in rehabbing. Um, neglected horses, dogs, oh. uh, other animals. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, animal rescue. 
and yeah, so go to funderup.us and check that out. There's a link to the Facebook page and a little poster describing where we'll be live and so on. Uh, and once we go live, you'll be able to make donations there. Fantastic, man. Yeah, check out Funder Up. It's a yearly fun charity event, and John usually participates in some capacity. He gets fired. Uh, and it's uh, hosted by our uh, former uh, former guest and uh, you know close friend of the podcast, Ryan Drake. So, uh, yeah, always fun to watch uh, watch those guys do their, uh, do their gaming thing for a good cause. So, uh, yeah, great job, John. Nice plug. And... Uh, yeah, drop a link to that charity event in the Discord chat for everybody. And then, uh, Johnny, what's the bonus tunes? The bonus tunes is... Something you totally uh, had planned. I, you know, I did. I just forget which particular track I picked here. Okay, this is the track Friends by the group Hyper Potions. You may recognize it as some of the music used in Sonic Mania trailers. No way. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Radmobile is copyright 1991 Sega Games Company Limited. Mario Strikers Charged is copyright 2007 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is copyright 2017 Ubisoft Entertainment. Resident Evil is copyright 1996 Capcom Company Limited. Halo Combat Evolved is copyright 2001 Microsoft Corporation. You know, usually I try to come up with the last second theme when you ask me this question. Um, but I didn't, you know, I honestly don't have a theme in mind. Uh, do you guys have any theme suggestions? <laughs> oh, Let's do something. Johnny. Breaking new ground in 2019. I'm just going to straight up ask for a theme suggestion on the show. We're just asking for themes. John, I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> January 9th, and we've already sunk to a new low. No, I think it's uh, a good I feel like We're making progress. I feel this like this could have been avoided. Done. 
I, so, this could have been avoided had the winner been someone who has the mental capacity to come oh, up with a thing. Here's the real so question. Week, Johnny, do you have bonus music? Yes. Of course it does. I heard the greatest joke the other day, and I tried so hard to tell to Danielle, and I had such a hard time doing it. I want to try it again with you guys to see if I can actually get the joke out this time. All right, okay, Johnny. So, I want to hear it. Here we go. Three guys are walking down the beach, and they find a lamp. And they rub it, and Genie pops out. And he says, oh my god, I've been trapped in this lane for thousands of years. I'm going to grant you it each three wishes. So the first guy, like, doesn't even have to think about it. He immediately says, I want to be married to those beautiful women of the world. Genie says, done, snaps his fingers, and he starts gets a text. You know, and it's from his, like, he's now married. He's got a great, beautiful wife, and he's pretty happy with it. The second guy says, I want to be so attractive that oh, I just want to be the most attractive man in the world, honestly. And so the Genie says, done, snaps his fingers, and the man looks at his reflection in the mirror, and he's the most handsome man on the planet now so the third guy sits there for a few you know, about like 30 seconds minute or something says like <laughs> i want my right <laughs> i want my right arm to spin clockwise forever <laughs> he's like okay so he snaps his fingers and the guy's arm just starts spinning so then they come back to the first guy and it's like all right what do you want for your second wish and the first guy says like i want to have i want to be the richest man in the world so the genie snaps his fingers the guy checks his bank account balance on his phone he's got so many goddamn zeros he's richest man in the world second guy says i want to be the most successful businessman in the world and so the <laughs> the says done he snaps his fingers and now the guy is hands like he's, he's his email starts blowing up with all these corporate boards he's part of now and stuff like that so the third guy sits there for about a minute or so. He thinks really hard for a while. He says, like, I want my left arm to spin counterclockwise forever. So the G says, okay. He snaps his finger and the guy's arm starts, starts spinning. So then he goes back to the first guy. He's like, all right, guys, final wishes. What do you want? First guy says, I want to live forever. Gene says, done. He snaps his fingers. Guy's going to live forever. Uh, you know, never get sick. Nothing like that. Second guy says, I want to never age. And Genie snaps his fingers, done. Guy's never going to age ever again. Third guy walks up down the beach for a solid, like, five minutes. <laughs> he says, all right, I know what I want. I want my head to nod back and forth on forever. <laughs> so he looks at him quizzically. So he snaps his fingers, done. The guy said, starts probably back and forth forever. <laughs> so they get together about five years later. <laughs> Reminiscing on that day that they found the genie at the beach, <laughs> and uh, first guy's like, "Yeah, man, I haven't gotten sick. I've got I'm, my wife is just amazing, and I've got more money than I know what to do with. I'm never going to work again. This is great." So guy says, "Like, yeah, man, I, I go around like I just bang whoever I want all the time. Um, I, you know, I fly to corporate events in my corporate jet and get all these perks, and 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 that's awesome. And I look as good as I did five years ago, and I'm going to look like this for forever. This is this is great." So then third guy sitting there in the corner swinging his arms around us and back and forth he says like guys I think I fucked up <laughs> I did way better this time than I did last time I <laughs> last time I got to like the third guy I just couldn't get through it cause it's absurd <laughs> It reminds me of an old joke. Um, guy walks into a bar, orders a beer, sits down at the bar, looks down at the end of the bar, he sees this incredibly gorgeous woman. 
and she's got her arm like and her shoulder and her head just laying on the shoulders of this guy in this super like fancy real nice cut suit and this giant swollen orange head it looks like a basketball just sitting on his neck so he sits there and he's looking at the guy he's looking at the guy and finally he walks over he's like man i'm, I'm sorry can, can i ask you a question he's like I get this all the time. Don't worry about it. It's like, so I was walking down the beach and I found this lamp and I rubbed it and this genie came out and he gave me three wishes. So for my first wish, I wanted true love. And that's, that's where I met her and we've been married and just happily ever after. It's like for my second wish, I just, I wanted to be like incredibly wealthy. Like I just, I, I didn't want to worry about money and, and that's how I afforded these nice clothes and everything. And, and that's how I could, you know, afford all this. He said, and then the genie said, what do you want for your third wish? And I think this is where I made my mistake. I wished for a giant orange head. <laughs> Oops. Yours is a lot faster than mine. Yeah, I guess the point yeah, much faster. Yeah, but I really like yours of just, oh, my life is great. Oh, everything's so great. Guys, I think I fucked up. I just scared hey, you the image out of my head of the dude fucking with his arms. I feel like you, got, you have to be performing the joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I Oh, my right arm has been clockwise forever. Oh, my left arm has been clockwise forever. Oh, my head is not back and forth forever. See, right there. God, it's just like. I understand why you broke when you got the third guy because that first like wish like okay this joke what? just took a turn. <laughs> like well, you could tell he was just gonna do stupider stuff, but you wanted to hear more. And I like as you're telling it, the genie looks at the guy. All right, <laughs> your wish. That's what you want. Uh, yeah, that's my new, that's my new favorite joke. Oh god. <laughs> It's such a Johnny joke. It's so long, <laughs> and you know where it's going. And yet, when it gets there, it's still so wonderful. It's very funny. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we could turn just me telling that joke into a ringtone. Put oh, really? on. I recorded it. It's, uh -huh. going, it's going in as the post show. It's going to be a <laughs> It's the new free play jingle. <laughs>